Wow. There are a lot of things <laughs> that I loved about that. <laughs> like, yeah, it was cool, right? Yeah. Like the synth, it was like my, like I kept jumping between so many things. It was like the synths were really cool and the piano tone was super nice. And like the singing, especially at the beginning, like the effects they had on the vocals was like, it was really like, I don't know what it was, if it was like a layered like reverb or delay, but it was just like, like how you could kind of hear it just like spread everything out like really nice and far. Yeah. It's like, that's really cool. Like that's super well done. Yeah. Cause it was a really sparse arrangement, but it filled up the space yeah. really well. Yeah. Like that was, that was such a great like choice. Like that was so cool. Um, and then, uh, yeah, the, like the spoken word, the kind of rap in the middle, that was also nicely done. Like that, that person had a super nice voice to listen to and like a really like kind of definitive way of speaking that like made kind of like helped evolve the song in a different way. And I was like this, yeah, there were just so many things that I just, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was, I was listening to this yesterday, um, trying to figure out which song I wanted to, to play. And this one, I was like, there's that cool, like beat switch up like halfway yeah, through yeah. and the like, spoken word rap type of thing that's really neat like you were talking about yeah. too um some really good saxophone in there too yeah just there's a lot there's a lot to unpack there and i really love <laughs> like i love that bands are still doing concept albums like i just i love concept albums <laughs> um there's so many like great concert or sorry there's so many great concept albums um that are out there and it just like like and especially the idea that they're kind of playing characters like that just goes all mm -hmm. the way back for me that goes all the way back to like sergeant pepper and you know the beatles and that whole era um which you know there have been other other bands that have done similar things since but like i love stuff like that like especially especially yeah. as a musician like sometimes, sometimes when like, I just want like a casual listen, you know, or like, you just want to listen to something for fun. That's different. But like, like there are definitely times where it's like, I really want something deep and like nice to listen to that like helps me think. <laughs> and like, yeah, that definitely was one of those tracks that it's just like that, that was, yeah, that was so cool. Like I don't have, and I think that album sequencing in general is a little bit of a lost art. Yeah, not, not to say that nobody does it well, but right. there is definitely a lot of them where it's like, you know, you listen to the first half of the album, and it's like all of the good stuff, or all of the fast paced stuff. Yeah, and then the end of the record is like all of the filler, or it's like all of the slow stuff. Right, and I I think that it's really important to be able to know how to space those out and have like you know a, a song that'll get you hyped for the entire album and then like a really good song that's not quite maybe single territory yeah. but still really good followed by you know the first slow song and you know stuff like that I think that that's really important and not a lot of people give it a lot of thought anymore because yeah. we're very much a part of single culture yeah like there's so many um like more people now just listen to just individual songs like there's so few people now that listen to full albums all the way through and I'm definitely I'm definitely one of those people that like I probably listen to albums all the way through way more than I listen to like singles like just a bunch of singles by themselves um like I'm about 50 50 like it's just yeah it's just like 
um, we kind of have as a culture, we're kind of losing that, you know, the ability to kind of like sit and listen that long to an album all the way through. Um, which was much more popular back in the day, obviously, because, you know, you had back when records were were more popular, which they're becoming popular again. But back when vinyl was was more popular, it would just be like you just sit there the whole and just play the record all the way through. Like, you know, you couldn't really just kind of I mean, you could stop it, but people didn't really do that a whole lot back in the day. So <laughs> but yeah, I love but I love with streaming. That. I think it's also a great time to start listening to records all the way through yeah. again. Because, like, I, I think that that went away a lot with, like, um, not not to say that it was the only reason, but, like, with iTunes and when you had to pay for each song. Yeah, and right. so everybody was like, oh, well, I'm only going to pay for the songs that I like. Exactly, And so yeah. then you would do playlists and things like that. Now that you don't have to pay per song, I think that this is a great time to, if you've never done it, start listening to records all the way front to back. Yeah. Because it's just so accessible. Yeah. And that's that's exactly like what I do in a lot of my daily routine is like when I drive, like driving to work and home to work, like it is for me, it's a bit of a trek. And so like it's about like 40 minutes, like total, like 20 minutes there, 20 minutes back, which is about how long mm -hmm. most albums are that are made today yeah you know there'll be some that'll be a little bit longer but that's kind of been my routine is i'll just pick an album and we'll just you know i'll listen to it on the way to work and then i'll pick it up again on the way home and so like you can just really crank through albums that way um you know so it's <laughs> it's it's really cool i i absolutely love i love concept albums um they're just they're well, so and then cool. and then going back to also the idea of like the characters and stuff yeah. like that like you were talking about too it, I feel like I don't know for sure, but I feel like it would make it a lot easier for like marketing purposes because yeah. you've got these characters that are created. And so instead of being like, well, I'm just me, what's interesting <laughs> about me, you know, as as just some guy or whatever, yeah. you've got all of this stuff made up about this is what's interesting about this person because we had to come up with something interesting about it. And so you can really lean into those things. And so it's kind of almost like the the like boy band thing yeah. of like, you know, you, you've got the the hot one and you've got, you know, all, whatever, all of that stuff. And basically you can do that if you do that sort of like playing characters type of thing. Yeah, and I think that that's a really powerful marketing tool. Yeah, that's that's exactly what like Sgt. Pepper was uh, when the Beatles decided to become Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Um, they did that. A lot of the reason why is because they were competing with a lot of other bands at the time. Uh, the Rolling Stones were getting really big. Um, and so they were starting to share the top of the charts. And so that was a part of the idea behind Sgt. Pepper's like, what if we just become what if we put on an act and become a whole different band and have like a whole different like we're not the Beatles anymore. We are Sgt. Peppers and they all had like, you know, their own personas and they acted differently. Um, and that was like kind of went into making making the record, even though obviously, you know, they never toured with that record. But that was it, it was exactly like that was because that was partly a marketing thing that they wanted to do that to stand yeah, it, out. And it be helped drive albums. Yeah, right. So, yeah, it's really interesting. Yeah, 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 definitely. So what do we have up next? So this next one might be a bit of a deep cut. <laughs> um, 
All right, perfect. Yeah, I'd, we love that here. I got to think about <laughs> how I want to explain this one. <laughs> so this this particular band is actually a band that is still around and has been around for the past twenty plus years. Um, but this is a song from their very first album, uh, and they even have since changed their name after making this album. So that's that's how deep of a cut this is. Um, All right. So today, the band is known as Seether, okay, which sure. hard rock fans, you might recognize. I was going to say, you might recognize that name, um, and you might actually know this song, but I'm going to play, I want to play a different version of it that I actually like a lot better than the version that got popular. So a little bit of background on this. Um, Seether is, they're a post-grunge hard rock band that they actually came from South Africa and ended up moving to the United States in like the early 2000s. Um, And when they moved to the United States is when they changed their name. They were originally a band called Sarin Gas. Um... And when they moved to the States, they decided that they didn't want that name anymore because they were worried it would be hard to like search, like find on the Internet because sarin gas is a chemical. So they changed their name to Seether, which is what they've been known as ever since. Um, But while they were still known as sarin gas and still based in South Africa, they came out with one album in the year 2000 called Fragile. And um, the song that I want to play off of it is called Gasoline which is was kind of a bigger one. They ended up re-recording it for their first album in America under the name Seether. But I actually really like the original version of this song much better than the one that got famous, um, which the re-recorded version is on their album Disclaimer that came out in 2002 uh, under the name Seether. Okay. So, but the one that I want to play is the one that's still under their name sarin gas off of the album fragile from the year 2000 um and the reason why like i like it a lot better um because it's definitely way grungier than like how they ended up sounding um when they moved to the states and started making records in the states like they definitely got like a lot tighter rhythmically um but this song like this version of this song is so nirvana (laughs) And I guess that's part of the reason why I almost like it better than the version um, that got famous, which it's still it's still a really great song anyway. But um, but yeah, so that's that's the next song that I'm going to play is Gasoline by Sarin Gas. (laughs) 